Now, about a year ago, internationally renowned fashion blogger Garance Doré had her travels stop suddenly. Nothing unusual about that, of course, except that the French-born, normally US-based writer happened to be in New Zealand at the time. Garance is a photographer. She's an illustrator and author who has worked with everyone who is anyone in the fashion world. The New York Times actually once described her as the guardian of all style, (laughs) which is a hell of a description. But Garance has been loving her new pace of life here in New Zealand so much that she decided to stay. In fact, she's doing a show at the Auckland Writers Festival. Garance is with us. Kia ora, good morning. Thank you. Good morning to you, Jake. How did you come to be in New Zealand? Oh, um, well, I always had wanted to come to New Zealand, but then uh, kind of fate happened, and uh, I met someone who is based in New Zealand. And so you came here and then found yourself in New Zealand in the midst of the global pandemic. Yes. Isn't it incredible? Yes, I came here... um, I think right before the lockdowns started happening in the world. So it was a very new, everything was very new. And I think it's very, you know, interesting because when you're in New Zealand, you feel kind of really in a different place in the world, in different parts. And the time difference is incredible, you know, with my family and the place where where I live, which uh, is is America and all this. And so it felt like a, an outworldly experience, yeah. Because you know, then everything was closed, and the you know, 2020 was already um, a very strange year. But yeah, it was a lot. It was very interesting. But it was good to be here uh, because I feel very close to nature. Um, you know, it was a very good time for that. Yeah. Dare I ask, what yeah. have you made of New Zealanders' style? <laughs> Oh yeah, well you know it's 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 so interesting because even yesterday I was at the restaurant, um, and I think that everybody gets dressed, and I love it. And um, I went this summer, uh, visited Waiheke, and felt like everybody was actually making an effort. You know, uh, when people go out, and um, and it's something that it's funny because when people ask me about New Zealand style, they they always have this thing because you know I've I don't know. I worked in fashion, and yeah. I was in the big capitals, and you know. In, but there is really, actually, a real culture here of you know looking good and and um, getting dressed up and putting on makeup and all these kind of things. And I wasn't surprised because, as you know, I've I've traveled a lot, and I know that sometimes you know they just like communities like create this, this sense of you know, being interested in, in style and all that together. I mean, even when I used to travel a lot to Australia, I, I had uh, understood that fashion is very strong, you know, um, culturally there. So I wasn't surprised, but I was I was pleasantly um, surprised in a way because, I, because I, I used to live in L.A. and L.A. is basically yoga pants. Yeah. You know, you, people only dress to go either to, you know, very fancy, you know, um, awards events or something. But if they're just going to a restaurant, they don't really care. And uh, yeah, so so actually uh, I, I found that New Zealand more stylish than where I came from. I'm surprised to hear you say that. <laughs> I mean, I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, 
<laughs> well, what what about in Wellington though? I I always think of because I know you spend a lot of time in Wellington, and, and Wellington has a real like creative community mm-hmm. and and an artsy community. But we always tease people in Wellington because you know we say that they always wear black. Oh, that's so interesting. You know, it's funny because I um I wasn't really introduced like that. I didn't. I, didn't, I, I just. I just came to Wellington and the other day I was just sitting there and I was looking at people uh, walking by. <clears throat> the youth is very into style and there is, you know, such a lot of nice little shops and there is, it's very vibrant. And um, yeah, I just, you know, I was, I was, I was just telling my boyfriend, I was like, you know, I, I wish we would live in the city, like right there, like next to Cuba Street or something, just so that I could absorb more of it. Mm. Uh, it, it feels very dynamic. And uh, yeah, I, really, I, I actually, the city is, is, is very charming. In the beginning, when you're, <clears throat> you, you're you know, completely new to it, it's like, where do I start, right? Because there is also um, all the beauty around of, you know, going to the beach, uh, you know, like going for these beautiful hikes and all that. And you kind of forget almost that it's a real city and that there is, you know, uh, the more like working part where, you know, people are wearing suits and women are walking fast on the street and all that. And then you go to around Cuba Street, which is, you know, more arty. And so it actually takes a while to, um, to really understand yeah. Um, a city, which is, I think it's always the case, yeah. So so, so, what do you um, find influences you when it comes to, like, style and, and creativity and the things that you want to put in your writings, the things you want to put in your newsletter? Do you find that it's the environment that you're in or is it the media that you are consuming? Where do your ideas and kind of inspiration come from? Yeah, that's a very good question. I, I, I like what I... <clears throat> what inspires me is usually a mix of, you know, the environment that I'm in and the reaction that I have to it. And so, uh, for example, with the with New Zealand, there is a, there is a lot of things that it provokes, that a lot of em- emotions and a lot of of thoughts and all these. So, for example, um, you know, here the type of landscapes that you see in New Zealand, I have never seen them anywhere else. Yeah. And so it creates something, you know, very it's kind of shocking to the senses, which is wonderful for anyone, but for yeah. a creative even more. And then there is the part for me that I'm here at the other side of the world and so much reminds me of where I was born. Because I was born on an island. Uh, I come from Corsica. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, the insular vibe, I know all of it. I know all about it. You know, this, this sense of, you know... Um, being far, being removed, not being able to, 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 to drive away. You know, you always have to, when you're in Corsica, you know, there's always something that can stop you from going somewhere. It's, it's, there's this kind of understanding that we're all in a boat together almost. It's just, so there is yeah. a feeling. Of course, you know, New Zealand is, is way bigger. But there is also where I leave this sense of, you know, you, you will usually see people more than once. You know, if you if you see them on the street, you'll probably see them, you know, once or twice a week, and you start, you know, being familiar. Whereas, where you when I used to live in Paris or in New York or in LA, yeah. there is really you, you have that feeling of, of anonymity. So it's very different. But also we're more around Petoni and Lower Hat and all that. So we have, you know, our kind of uh, cafes where we always go every day and and this kind of thing. So it really creates that sense of a village. 
yeah, uh, which I really love. But do you crave that in like a in, in a kind of wider sense? If you're, and I don't just mean in, within fashion, but if you are to be influenced by mm-hmm. trends anywhere, do do you crave being in a in bigger cosmopolitan cities? Like you say, you spend a lot of time in New York and and LA and in Paris, um, and and mm-hmm. you know if if you want to feel like you have your finger on the pulse of of trends globally, do you need to be in those big cities? No, I think this is, um, it's changed so much uh, Mm. now, you know, with with Instagram and social media. uh, I think, uh, of course, social media gives us a a kind of a wrong or like, you know, biased view of the world. So we have to be kind of a little bit careful with that. And I, I always am. I'm, I'm very. I have a, a certain. Try to keep a certain distance with it, even though it's a big part of you know my work. Um, I I personally don't need to. I don't feel like I need to live in a in the middle of big cities anymore. But I want to say that uh, when I was in my you know beginning of my career in my early 30s, it was a very important part. And I think it's a good thing to do. Um, you know, yeah. if you want to, to work in these kind of, of businesses, if you want to get to network and, and know people, uh, of course, not when it's locked down, but you know what I mean? I think it's always something um, to be, that's that's interesting. And, and again, not to come back to always the same subject, but mm. being from Corsica, it's, it's always something we're encouraged to do when, um, you know, we come to going to university. It's always a, a good moment to go and see what's happening in the world. Mm. And so you'll go to Paris or, you know, you, you'll go travel and see because, um, well, first, you might be happy to come back and know that you're not missing anything. But also, you know, it's, it's a way, of, as you were saying, as putting your finger on the pulse and also proving to yourself that you can be part of this, you know, bigger world. And that's, yeah. the, to me, that was a big, big thing. Uh, it was, it, it's always, you know, what you get um, is also what it creates inside of you. And for me, uh, being able to be successful in New York or, you know, in, in one of these, you know, would be Paris or London or, you know, one of the big mega capitals um, of fashion and style and all that, uh, it changed my life because it proved to me that I could do it. And after that, you know, you can just settle anywhere and you have that confidence. Uh, and I think it, it, it's, um, it was important in my, you know, in my career. Do you like Instagram? Uh, it's a hard thing to say because I, uh, my first reaction is no. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's too easy because it's actually creating a lot of, of great connections between great people. I just think we're too young as a people, like, you know, our generation mm. to, to have really learned how to manage, you know, these things and how they mess up with our emotions and, and all these kind of things. So I just think it will take a few years, more, maybe more of a decade. Uh, you know, I see kids and how, you know, these, these Instagram and social media in general so addictive. Yeah. Um, but I think at some point we'll learn how to. I mean, I hope so. How to uh, how to manage them? I'm, I don't know if I'm that hopeful actually, because I'm worried <laughs> that you know this is the direction where we're going. Yeah. I'm trying to be hopeful. But, you know, often I look at anticipation movies and I've always loved science fiction and, and all that. And, you know, it was always the direction that was said we would take, you know, yeah. being more um, 
isolated, be more on our computers, you know, talk through screens and all that. If you look at 30 years ago, even 50 years ago, we were already talking about this. And so I'm just, I just hope that we're a little bit smarter than that because I really believe in small communities. You know, I believe in, you know, neighbors. I believe in, so, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I don't hate it, but I know we have to be very careful with our use of it. 